Blog Talk Radio. Getting on top. I'm your host, Paul Morris. I hope the uh, summer is agreeing with you. Uh, I'm in the Northeast in the suburb of New York City, and uh, we've had a, a very nice, pleasant summer. Not too hot, not too wet. And um, I know they're having some problems uh, other, other places around the country, unfortunately. But um, hopefully, things will uh, get better. Uh, so, uh, we're going to, uh, take your mind off the, uh, <laughs> the presidential race, hopefully for a half an hour here and talk about, uh, uh, who are you, who am I understanding personality types before I go there. I just want to let you know, uh, listen to getting on top on block talk radio. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We hear Tuesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. Sometimes we go a little later. And we broadcast from the Southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, also known as the northern suburbs of New York City, but just a little bit about 30 minutes north of Manhattan. And uh, if anyone would like a great uh, gift uh, when the holiday season comes around, you can go to ftfcreations.com. FTF, as in Freight Train Freddy, creation.com. You check out my uh, children's rhyming book called Freight Train Freddy, and you see the beautiful uh, pictures by my partner, uh, Peter Tazone, and see some of the rhy- read some of the rhyming verse I wrote. You can get the, uh, uh, the E version for two- only $2.99. For the Kindle and uh, the the version for the iPod or the iPad, excuse me, the iPad uh, also has uh, Peter's song "Freight Train Freddy." Peter also very talented. He uh, draws. He also sings and writes songs and plays the guitar. And uh, you could also buy the uh, soft cover version there as well. And also, if you want to find out more about me and what I do. Go to depressivesanonymous.org, depressivesanonymous.org. Find out what depression really is, why uh, the medical community has such a hard time healing it, and uh, you know how how you could feel better by doing some simple things that uh, could be quite profound and helpful. Uh, if someone would like to call in uh, with a question or a comment, and you can call me at one three four seven two one five nine four five six. Okay, uh, let's get started. From uh, as far back as four hundred BC, the ancient Greek philosophers have been codifying personality types. The Greeks used terms like sanguine, caloric, melancholic, phlegmatic to describe what they call the four fundamental bodily humors or fluids, where an imbalance 
and dominance of one over the others would tend to create a different personality type. Other systems like Myers-Briggs, there's something called the DISC system, D-I-S-C, uh, are based on Jungian archetypes and exist uh, and more and more often the Myers-Briggs you find in almost just about every human resource department around the world. Uh, I will be using a method illustrated by the diagram on the uh, home page, and uh, it, it deals with four personality types. I call uh, <clears throat> I was taught to call them the driver type, the expressive, the amiable, and the analytical. I'll explain that more as we go forward. This analysis is more, most often taught in sales training courses for understanding the personality type of the prospect so as to facilitate communication between the sales rep and the uh, prospect <clears throat> for better communication. I'll explain that as well. But even uh, if you're not in sales, understanding these types of individuals who may represent a significant individual in your life or the, and in, in addition those you may encounter as you, as you go through life, uh, could simplify and amplify your ability to work with them, to influence them. If you're going on a job interview, if you're quick enough, if you practice, you could pick up that type, what type the person is when you meet them by certain clues that I'll talk about. Then it'll be easier for you to communicate with them and influence them in that you make them feel more comfortable, you make them feel you are more like them, if you will, in a sense, or at least you know how to communicate with them. Uh, so if they're somebody who's really quick, you're not going to talk. You could talk a little faster rather than slower, or, you know, and uh, also, you know, keep up with their tempo. If someone is more of an amiable type, uh, you might want to talk about the family, the weather, blah, 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 just to warm up a little. If they're more like the, the very decisive type, you might want to get right down to business, after a quick hello, how are you, and so on. And that will, again, facilitate uh, how you appear to them, again, if you're going to a job interview, for instance. Or if you're just meeting someone and, you know, it just helps to communicate. I'm not saying you should change who you are. But sometimes you know, a little modification, you know, might help your communication, and it might be interesting experience for you. Okay, so let's get down to generalities. I mean, this has been going on forever. Of course, the Greeks, 400 BC, they talk about, you know, different types. But we have astrology, which is around again uh, since since the Greeks or maybe before that. Uh, God knows in millennia before that, people will use astrology, palmistry, looking at people's hands, uh, phrenology. In the 1800s, they looked at the bumps in people's heads and tried to talk about their personality types. Recently, I interviewed someone on the radio who did something called persona personology, Personology, reading people's faces. This woman wrote a book on it, 
And by looking at their face, you could tell a lot about a person's life. I mean, it was amazing. I sent her a picture of myself, and she she read it like, you know, you read a book. I mean, there's so many ways of understanding uh, people's personality. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and, you know, there, there's been there's been other other types of ways to do it. Now, the, the reason I talk about this particular type, and you can see the picture on the home page, it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to bring it up on my uh, uh, on my screen here on my computer, uh, so that uh, I could uh, I could talk about it directly, more directly. Okay. And the reason why I like this is it's simple. Okay, it's simple. It's easy to understand. I mean, you're not going to, you know, it takes a long time to be an expert in any of these other areas. And so it's not practical. So I want to, I'm always big in being practical, you know, doing, understanding things that that are useful. When it's practical, it's more useful. It's easier to use. And, you know, you put a little time and effort into it, it, it's pretty interesting. And once you get the hang of it and you see, wow, this really works and, you know, uh, I could tell this type of person, and I could, uh, I can communicate better, and in influencing people, you know, you say, well, maybe I'm not a salesman. So what? We're always trying to influence people. It could be your kids. I mean, aren't we always trying? The kids want to do this. You want to do that. It could be your spouse or your your significant other or your partner, or whomever, your business partner, your your life partner. Whatever, you know, we're always trying to say, let's go to do this, and the other person wants to do that. I mean, we're always trying to influence people in some way. It's just part of life. You know, not to be unfair about it, but if you're going to make your case, why not make it the best way possible? So if you understand how someone thinks and the way their mind works based on their personality type, it's easy to communicate. Why not? When you communicate better and you understand it, then you can have an easier time of it. You won't be as frustrated, all right? Because no personality type is right or wrong. It's just different. So someone who is, uh, you know, opposite on the opposite uh, quadrant here, you know, like in the upper right corner here, we have a driver type. In the lower left corner, we have amiable. They couldn't be more opposite. The driver wants it quick, 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 throw it out, get out of the way, I'll make a decision. And the bottom left is amiable. You know, they want to talk and schmooze a little with you. They want to talk about the family and all this stuff. And they're not very big into making decisions, okay? So, and then you got the other two quadrants. You got the upper left is analytical. They want facts, facts, facts. Just throw facts at me. I want to collect facts and analyze it to death. They're not very decisive either. And the lower right-hand corner, the expressive, they're all about people. Who do you know? How do you influence? You know, they want to be big shots, and they want to influence people. They want to be popular. Okay, the analytical couldn't care less about that. They're just about facts and things and ideas. So, again, one is not going to have a lot of respect for the other because that's where that's their world. 
You know, the world, the person has a world of facts and figures and analysis is not going to have a very uh, great respect for someone who's always flapping you in the back. Hey, how you doing? And guess who I met yesterday? And I know uh, this guy and that guy and pop, pop, pop. You know what I mean? I was, I met the Queen of England and, uh, you know, whatever. And the other guy couldn't care less, you know. He wants to know about things and how they work and how they operate. They're not going to have respect for each other. But if you understand that, then not only it, it's helpful because you, instead of putting the other person down, you have respect for them. That's just their way they think about it. That's the way they view the world. There's nothing right or wrong about it. It's just a viewpoint. And we need everybody. You know, we need all these different people to make the world go around. So the analytical is going to figure things out and going to help you have a, you know, an iPhone or whatever a gadget, a computer, and all these kinds of mechanical things that work perfectly. Going to make sure, uh, you know, things. Are, your your car is driving properly. It's got, it's got a, you know, it's got a great mechanism in it. The expressive isn't going to have the patience for that, but he still drives a car and uses an iPhone and all this stuff. And uh, the analytical needs the expressive to help people get together with people, you know, diplomatically, and to have things work, and you know, to make things, uh, you know, people uh, interact with each other because that's part of making the world go around as well. So we, need, everybody needs all these kinds of things. You know, the driver is a decisive person. He may be running the show. He may be the head of an organization. He has to make decisions quickly. And uh, the amiable is maybe someone who is a who is a caregiver, you know, and sits and holds someone's hand, someone who's dying or is very ill or just needs someone who's understanding. And the driver is not going to have patience for anything like that. Neither is the analytical or the expressive. So... Everybody is needed. And when we understand it, we would respect people in different areas to, uh, you know, to get things done. And we all have our moments. Okay. So so that's one reason why you should do it. But just, let's say, for selfish reasons, whatever. Okay, to get along and get by in life, you want to know. So let's go through them quickly. Time is moving forward here. Uh, okay. Uh, first of all, we go above and below. Okay, so everybody above the midline here, the analytical and the driver type, are less people-oriented. They are ta- task, T-A-S-K, task or job-oriented. Okay, the people above the line, below the line are people-oriented. Above the line, they're unresponsive. In other words, chit-chat is not their big thing, okay? They want to get it done. They want to do the job. You know, a lot of chit-chat is not for them. Below the line, they want to schmooze. They want to talk. They want to chit-chat. How's the family? Bop, bop, bop. Who do you know? Blah, blah, blah. Okay? Uh, so they're, they're, very, uh, they're very responsive and they're very people-oriented. The people uh, on the top are guarded. They don't talk about themselves. They don't open up very much. But the people below, that's what they do. How are you doing? How am I doing? Up, up, up. They talk a lot. They're open. They want to connect, okay? 
they're people people and the people on the top are uh not as much people people okay i mean you know everybody has everybody has a little of everything but that's not their main thrust that's above and below the right and the left the people on the right the driver and the expressive as opposed to people on the left, the analytical and amiable. So the people on the right are more direct. They give it to you right between the eyes. People on the left are more indirect. You know, they bounce around. You don't really get the the whole picture. They may not give you a direct answer, you know, and be a little frustrating that way. People on the right may be too direct sometimes, but that's what it is. The people on the right are aggressive. People on the left are more passive. People on the right are fast. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go. People on the left are more slow and deliberate about things. Don't rush, don't rush. People on the right want to get it done, want to get it done. The people on the left are unassertive, you know, more laid back. The people on the right are very assertive, all right? They they dominate. They're the big shots. They're the ones that run the show. Okay, so that's that's the right and the left. Now let's get more specific. When we combine, let's go in the upper right hand corner. So we're we're uh, we're combining guarded, unresponsive, task oriented to direct, aggressive, fast, and assertive. We get the driver. Okay, what is the driver about? He wants to be done. And uh, be done with it. And he wants to uh, get control. And he wants to make a decision. He's a decision-making machine. Throw it out there. Give me the info. Get out of my way. I'm making a decision. And his big thing is to avoid weakness at all costs. Okay? Below him, on the lower right, okay, we have people-oriented, open, responsive, but also direct, aggressive, and fast. We got the expressive, okay? Expressive is someone who could be in entertainment, you know? He wants to entertain you. He wants to be up there. He wants you to like him, okay? His best thing is being liked, okay? Getting attention. Who do you know? Okay, that's what's important to him. Avoid embarrassment. He doesn't want to be embarrassed because he wants to be popular. He wants to be known. He talks about who do you know? Who do I know? Okay, I'll tell you how to influence these people in a minute, too, based on what is important to them. Okay, so the driver, all right, you influence them by being decisive, giving it to them and getting out of the way, giving the information. How do you, uh, how do you impress the expressive? It's by who you know. <laughs> you know this guy you know that they want to know people who are popular and important they want to be important and they want to know people and be around people who are important that's what drives them and then we have the lower left hand corner again people oriented responsive open also indirect passive slow and unassertive so they want to be nice okay they want to get along they want to make a friend. They want to avoid conflict. All right? So it'll just be nice. 
dealing with them could be frustrating because they'll never give you an answer. They'll never be decisive. They'll never say yes or no. They'll drag you along. And along. For a salesperson, it could be madness. They always agree with you, but it never goes anywhere. <laughs> and you have to get out. I'll tell you how to deal with them in a sales situation or in any situation. Uh, if you have to, you know, get past it. Move on, you know. You want a decision. You want to find out what the story is with these people. An amiable will drag it out. They'll be nice. Let's have lunch, blah, blah, blah. Drive you mad. They'll kill you with kindness. Kill you with kindness. And we go up to the analytical, upper left, which means they're indirect, passive, slow, unassertive, but also guarded, unresponsive, and task-oriented. So an analytical wants to be right, get it perfect. What do you know as opposed to whom do you know as the expressive? And they want to avoid anything that's not logical, okay? They want to be seen as logical. They don't want to make mistakes, okay, because they want to get it right. That's what they're all about, getting it right, getting it perfect. So... They collect data, information, information, data, go over and over. And, you know, I sold a technical product, a computer system. I sold computer systems many years. I was a computer, uh, I was in the computer business. I was a technical guy, a programmer, programmer manager. Then I went to sales and I sold computer systems of every sort you could imagine. And I had to deal with a lot of analytical people. <laughs> Most of the people I dealt with, uh, computer, you know, programming managers and, and such, uh, were analytical. How do you get a decision? Not all of them. The top guys, the decision makers, could be more uh, like a driver, but most of them, most of them were analytical. And they collected collect information. How do you get a decision out of these people? I'll tell you how you do that. It was tough. Because just like the amiable, they'll go on and on, not being nice necessarily and talking about the family or anything like that, like you do in an amiable or expressive, but they want to collect information, information until your head explodes. And they never wanted to make a decision. The people on the right want to make a decision. The people on the left don't. Okay, so how do you get, let's start backwards. Hey, get an analytical and make a decision whether you're selling something or just you want to, you know, you're trying to talk to your cousin or your aunt or your uncle or whoever it is, trying to make them make a decision. They want to make a decision. You have to pressure them. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You got to say, no more information. You got to hold their feet to the fire. I want a decision out of you now. Give them a time limit. Okay? No more information. That's it. I'm out of information. All right, you got to put the hammer down on them. That's, all, that's the only thing you do. Because the longer you feed them information, the longer they'll hold off doing it. And the AMO people, the same thing. You just have to load a boom on them, you know. Say, look, that's it. I need a decision one way or the other. You have to pressure them. You got to pressure them. There's nothing else you could do. Because they'll just drag it on forever. Or if you know they're like that, give it up, you know. It, they're wasting your time. You might never get a decision out of them. Okay? So you have to understand that. Again, the expressive people, 
I'll give you an example how I got a decision out of someone who was inexpressive. And it's a classic case. <clears throat> I was selling a computer system to this uh, this company, and the head of the company was an expressive person. And I'm not that uh, that expressive. Okay, I have a radio show now, and I am much more expressive than I used to be. I was a little shy then, even though I was a salesperson. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the archetype expressive. Expressive people like other expressive people. So I like big shots, all right? That was never my thing. <clears throat> At any rate, I did everything to close the sale, everything. I showed him how he was going to save money. He got more for his money than he had. It cost him less, and he got more. I mean, I did it all, but he still wasn't budging. And somehow I knew. Somehow I knew what to do. I brought in a guy from the home office who was an expressive like him, you know, a big shot. He knew about his industry, which is the beverage industry. And all I did was bring the guy over. The two of them talked for like 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, just talked about the industry. That's all, nothing else. At the end of the discussion, he closed the deal. He just wanted to be respected and have someone else who was like him, you know, a big shot, or in his mind, a big shot. I, I know it sounds crazy, but somehow I knew what to do, and it worked. So that's how you get these people to decide. you got to bring in someone who they feel is important enough, whatever that means to them, and, you know, uh, and that helps them move forward. The driver is a lot easier. They are decision-making machines, but you got to know how to deal with them. Don't waste their time. All right? They don't need they need information but not too much information, just enough information. They don't want to schmooze, blah blah blah. Okay? They don't have the time for it, they don't have the inclination for it. They want you to they want just enough information to make a decision and that's it. Then get the hell out of the way and they'll give you an information. So you gotta be quick with them, you gotta be decisive. You have to be prepared when you see a, a driver. An amiable you could you know, come back, all right, I forgot something, blah, 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 it's okay, even the analytical, I got more data for you, whatever it is. But the driver, you got to be prepared. you got to be prepared with your information because otherwise they, they'll judge you as being a waste of time. So get prepared, lay it down, get out of the way, and, you know, it, it'll help you, your odds of having them, Make a decision in you know in your favor. So what about United Sales? You're just with someone, you know, maybe it's an old friend, maybe it's a family member, you know, an in-law, whatever it is, and you know you gotta you sit next to them at a at a wedding or whatever it is. You're out to dinner with them, you know, maybe it's your spouse's friend, somebody, and you wind up talking to the other person, and they're like that type. So what do you do? Uh, what do you do? You, if you are too, you talk too much and schmooze, too much schmoozing, you're gonna bore them. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be more like boom, boom, boom. You know, talk about this, talk about that. Then you'll, you know, you get along a little better. It'll go a little better between the two of you. The conversation will go a little easier. You know, just so, just so. You know, you don't have uh, somebody who's very, you know, doesn't, 
enjoy the conversation. And it might be uh, might be an interesting experience for you. And vice versa. You know, you're a driver type and someone's a little more amiable. Maybe you got to talk about the family a little, the dogs or your pets or whatever it might be. You know, and loosen up a little. You know, let your, let your hair down and so on and so forth. So, again, it's about respecting the other type of individual. And uh, it'll help you uh, to... Uh, you know, to uh, to get along and to help people personality. So you should also look at it from your own standpoint. If you understand your personality, then you uh, you know you know where you stand. There's nothing. It's important mostly to know there's nothing wrong with you. Everybody's different. Yeah, you could change a little. I did, if that's what you want. You want to be a little more expressive. You want to be a little more amiable, whatever, more decisive. And you could start, you know, working on that aspect of you. But, again, the most important thing is to be comfortable in your own skin, accept yourself for who you are, and accept other people for who they are. You know, and uh, you're welcome to, uh, if you could copy this from the website, I'll tell you what, I'll... Anybody who emails me, I'll send you a copy of it. It's all yours. I made it up. I mean, based on something I I learned many years ago, but most of it I made up. I'll be happy to give you a copy. Paul at depressivesanonymous.org. Okay. Now, if you go to the website, if you go to uh, the uh, homepage here, you'll see my website, depressivesanonymous.org dot org or dot com and you'll have my email there just tell me you want a copy of this uh of this chart i'll be happy to send it to you uh my pleasure uh, and you could call at 845-425-6389 and anybody that suffers from depression knows someone does please go to my website to find out what depression really is about why Women are twice as likely to be depressed as men. Why so many people who have the, who commit suicide suffer from depression. And something new, unfortunately, all these horrible things with these uh, uh, these uh, uh, bombers, uh, these terrorists, and a lot of them who are recruited suffer from depression. They don't feel they have a lot to live for, unfortunately. And so they take others with them, which is pretty horrible and disgusting, but that's what they do. So show you why depression would lead you to something like that if you read my website. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I'll be happy for any comments about it. And uh, be well. Enjoy your summer. And uh, we're going to go out to uh, Freight Train Freddy by Peter Tizone. And uh, be back next week. Bye. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never last
Freddy's 